Boom, boom, ain't it great to be crazy? <laughs> boom, boom, ain't it great to be crazy? <laughs> oh, they built the ship Titanic to sail the ocean blue because they thought they had a ship that the water wouldn't go through. <laughs> the good Lord raised his hand and said, that ship will never land. It was sad when the great ship went down. The Lord said to Noah, there be a bloody bloody. Killed him an arky arky. <laughs> I got the joy, 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 joy joy down in my heart. Where? (laughs) We went to the same youth group, I think. And I'm Jewish. (laughs) Welcome to the exactly one week before Thanksgiving 2020 edition of Listen and Learn or Not. I am Anna D, and in the main studio is Life Coach Lori, who has a book called... Did Not See That Coming. And a podcast called... Enough. So folks, this week's Enough podcast is a very good one. It speaks to those of us who say that they're going to do something, say they'll change, say they'll better themselves, and have yet to take action. Am I right about that, Lori? You are so right. You listen well. Is it okay if we play your thingy? You do that, girl. (laughs) Play that thingy. So rather than sitting and thinking, I should, ask yourself, what do I want? What can I do? What will I do? And then get up, move your arms, move your feet, make an action. We say, I need to and I should, because we don't really want to do it, but we want people to think we know we should. It's crazy, but that's what we do as humans. We're always trying to justify everything. Man, there is nobody that nails it like you, Lori. Just what you yeah. said about we, because we want people to think we're doing. By the way, I'm thinking about doing this thing I should do. Right. But Just so you know. moving your arms and your legs and doing it is, you're right. That's the, that's the first step. Yeah. I'm so guilty. It, when people say that I'm going to go work out, what's the hardest thing about doing it? It's getting out of the house. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. It's the action. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. guilt you feel for not doing it. Right. You've got it all figured out, lady. Right. And if you don't want to do it, then don't. (laughs) Right. Give yourself a break and be a couch potato. That's okay, too, because it's what you want, not what I want for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, we're all thinking about it. I know. <laughs> Deep I'm thoughts. Like, wow, what should I do next? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we also have a special guest today, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Joan Jett with us. <laughs> I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. Yeah, this is the first time that Lori has seen me in person with right. my mullet. Got oh, a, uh... oh, wait, you guys are together? We are, yes. Oh, don't be sad. Nice. Yeah, so... Wow. So, it, it, you know, it's definitely a mullet, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like someone would walk by her and start laughing and go, ha she's got a mullet and she doesn't right. even know it. Ha-ha, look at Tiger King. Yeah, I, I'm not quite Tiger King. It was the day I did it. And if I get out enough product, I can absolutely Joan Jet it up for you all right now. But um, I have to admit, on an everyday basis, I look in the mirror and I'm like, dang, this is kind of cute, actually. It is. It's kind of a cross between a mullet and like a shag, which is basically what I had when I was 10 years old. Me too. It's actually not, it's not bad. It's, it's kind of fun. And boy, it's so much easier to deal with and all the hair I had before. I'm probably going to keep it. Maybe not in, you know, party in the back long form next yeah. time around, but definitely for a while. I did it to call attention to uh, the mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital because we're going to have our St. Jude Radiothon coming up soon on a 98.9 The Bull in December. Also, we did it because, you know, 2020, why not? If ever you're going to have right. a mullet, why not do it this year? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This will be how we mark everything mm-hmm. from here on out. Oh, yes. yeah, that was 2020. That uh, was 2020. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mullet? 20? Not 90. 
2020. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> Love it. Because last time we talked, the mullet hadn't happened yet. Right. Um, it was going to happen that took, day, I believe. It was that It was that weekend, yeah. That weekend. Mm-hmm. That weekend, yeah. 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 And I definitely had, I went into the, the lady who does my hair, and are you sure? Really? Uh, you're absolutely sure. Yes, I'm absolutely sure. And my hair had gotten very long. I had to let it grow. My hair grows out more than down. But I, <laughs> it I, does. It does. <laughs> I had to let it grow out a little bit to get the length, enough mm-hmm. length in the back to shorten it. My hair's gone up and down all my life. I've, I've sheared it to tiny, short hair, and I've had super giant Roseanne, Roseanne, Dana hair. I've had all lengths. So I am not uh, afraid to, to cut. Yeah. But every time I get a new person, and I've been here two years now that she's been doing my hair, and she's never done a shortcut on me. And so oh. they o- they're always afraid you're going to like be angry or sue them or something. And I'm like, right. no, it's all good. I promise you. And, you know, because of restrictions with COVID, salons are limited to the capacity. Right. And so there were only, mm-hmm. I believe, three other people inside the salon at the time, but they all gathered around like it was the greatest show on earth awesome. to Wait, watch her cut all my hair off. <laughs> were, were people from the bowl filming it from outside the window? Uh, no, uh, Sharon, my, my partner, came to film it for, for the bowl. Yeah, it was filmed, but she did that nice. uh, for for us as well. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny, you know, watching all that hair fly off. Oh. There was no razor involved, but there was a oh. lot of cutting. A whole yeah. lot of cutting. And, yeah. and you have such thick hair. I got so much hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got hair for days. Yeah. I wanted it blonder. We were going to, I really wanted a spiky blonde. Like I, I thought look... you got highlights. Yeah, did I, you? Did, I did get highlights. Yeah. And I nice. and I got even more highlights than usual, but I, I wanted even more. Ooh. But uh, we'll do that next time. <laughs> I've seen the pictures of the first time and everything. And mm-hmm. the very first picture I saw, I, I thought, Corey Hart? Yeah. <laughs> like, Sunglasses at night. Sunglasses at night. That's funny. So uh, okay. I've gotten my sister said I look like uh, the Partridge family. She said I look like four different people from the Partridge family all merged into one. A little like the mom, a little like David, and a little like uh, what was her name? Susan Day. Like a little bit of all three of them. Uh, I got Olivia John. I've had a whole bunch of uh, I look like Fitz's sister. I've had a lot of different <laughs> different comments on <laughs> to be honest when i saw fitz like uh-huh. i saw him getting his hair cut you know the video yeah but when i saw him at the station you know he had a mask on and he's like so freaking tall it's got to be him but yeah to me that was a pretty short mullet and i'm like i don't think that's him that's not really a mullet yeah it is again like mine it needs product to really bring okay. out the mulletness of it because he's see. got really frizzy hair and okay. so when it when you kind of when it rains and it frizzes out you lose the mullet effect because the sides aren't short enough i see you gotta okay. get those sides now mm. neither of us shaved <laughs> we were too wimpy to go full out shaving mullet. <laughs> well, how how long are you going to keep it? I don't know. You know, my first thought was cut this in a way that I can get rid of it next month. But now I think I'm going to keep it a while. I actually like it. I think it's kind of cute, honestly. There, And I never, ever say that about myself in any way. I'm the worst mirror person in America. But look at you. But I look at it. I'm like, damn, this is kind of cute. I love it. You know, it. and it's so easy to do. And it's very forgiving. Like I have hat head and headset head right now. And I don't care. I'm just playing with my bangs. As long as I have bangs, because I do have a giant forehead. Like I have a huge forehead. So as long as there's pointy, frizzy, bangy spiky things covering i don't really care what the rest looks like and that's why i like it well it looks good <laughs> thank you amazing. <laughs> what, what was one of the uh, people that people you know were saying you look like joe dirt <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not get a joe dirt no joe to dirt. my face i there there may be some joe dirts behind my back <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Oh, why? Man. Why, Anna? Is there something you yeah. want to say? Yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I'm thinking, oh, who else had a mullet back, you know? My um, achy, breaky achy, heart. Achy, yeah, right. Heart. Yeah. Billy achy, Ray. Heart. Yeah. Um, Libby, Libby Newton-John had one for a bit. Mrs. Brady. Although hers was really long. I could never mm-hmm. do a Mrs. Brady. That's that's an epic. Yeah. Um, long. And she even did it during her Crisco oil days. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think they called it a long shag back then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I basically had this hairstyle as a child, and it was called a shag in those days. But it wasn't, again, it wasn't that long. Uh, I think Cher had a mullet for a while. I always sported the Dorothy Hamill. <gasps> Me that too. Po- that was my favorite haircut I ever had was Me the too. Dorothy Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. like a fancy girl bowl cut, basically. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it was great. Yeah. Right. Uh, did Sheena Easton have a mullet? Yeah. I thought she did, at least during the... For a bit. Yeah. Put it out. <laughs> or was it Sugar Walls? I forgot. Oh, put it out. Oh my God, I forgot Get about it that. Did it ever give it? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> world. When when you were being oh quiet, we were trying not to say anything because we didn't want to start any conversation, but. I was going to bring something up about Dolly Parton. Claire was going to bring something up about her, but apparently it's two different things. Yes. Really? Well, I know she's about to be a savior. Yes, she is. So tell us. And that's, I think, the thing that that Lori hasn't heard yet. No. So it turns out that one of the two leading COVID-19 vaccines, the one by Moderna Company that's said to be 95% effective and and has been greenlit to move forward, was uh, partially funded in a large part by Dolly Parton. Wow. She had yeah. given a donation to Vanderbilt University Medical Center back in April, mm. specifically to their uh, coronavirus research fund. Wow. And it was $1 million. And then she got her fans to also donate up to, I believe they made about a quarter of a million dollars. So in all, Dolly Parton is responsible for $1.25 million. Wow. And uh, that vaccine is the one that's leading the way. And what I love most about Dolly is that she didn't even realize this. She had gone on to the Today Show to promote she has a new book, right. a new album, and a, and a couple of TV specials. And right before they went on, they said, by the way, do you realize that your direct donation is responsible for this? And she had no idea. Really? And she made the most beautiful. She's like, wow, I'm sure in her Tennessee way. Oh. Well, I'm sure glad to hear that. And I just just trying to do some good. So humble. You know, she is so, I don't call very many people precious, but she is so precious because mm-hmm. she knows what she's capable of. Yes. But she doesn't seem to have any pride. No. Agreed. Mm. Yeah. She's so smart oh so capable and so i've already got her book on order do you Mm -hmm. good i think i do too for hanukkah i just i don't i don't know for a fact that i do but i I believe that i also (laughs) have it coming and everything i know every documentary i've seen everything i've read about her is just how whip smart she was when she got to nashville and how she was able to keep control yeah of her music, her publishing, her money, mm-hmm. all with that I'm the town tramp look. Exactly. And she calls herself that. Yes, she calls herself yeah. that. She <laughs> she went out of her way to, to to be a character and look a certain way. Like a hooker, she like says. Like a hooker. Mm-hmm. And yet still maintain as a businesswoman everything mm-hmm. she's done. It's incredible. What amazes me so much about her is she's also got this tremendous sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I heard her on, you know, I love Brene Brown. So yes. Brene Brown got to interview her. Brene Brown's grandma would have given anything to meet Dolly, but of course her grandma is gone now. Mm. But she said, I've got to ask you for my grandma. My grandma was sure you would marry Burt Reynolds someday. And (laughs) she said, now let me see if I can get this right, because I didn't write it down. She said, I always said to Burt, we're so much alike. We both wear wigs, have high heels, and a belly roll. Because apparently he's short and he wears right. lips in his shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hairpiece, which right. didn't, right? Yeah. Oh, so. my gosh. 
Yeah. Well, and she, a lot of people don't know this, but she has been married for almost more than 50 years to a man named Carl Dean. They were married when she was 18. Mm-hmm. And he has kept out of the spotlight because that's how he wanted to be. He mm-hmm. said, I know you're going to be big and famous, and I just don't want to be part of that world. And she has respected that ever since. And they're happily married. And she travels a lot. Maybe not right now, yeah. but has traveled a lot. And he keeps out of the spotlight, and they're still going. Brene asked her, what's your favorite thing to do? And she said, sitting on the front porch swing with Carl. Oh, mm. isn't that great? Yeah. It never occurred to me that she was trying to go for the hooker look. Mm-hmm. I, her personality is it's always been an endless sweetness and wanted to do right kind mm-hmm. of person. So she's going for the hooker look. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I look past it or if I just didn't connect. Right. I and I remember being a, a younger, like not a kid, but a, a grown woman, but a younger grown woman and thinking, oh, I feel bad for her because everyone makes fun of how she looks before I realized that she's the first one who makes fun of how she looks. Exactly. Like, it's all part of, of the Dolly Parton persona. Oh, yeah. And she'll, she'll talk about her boobs, you know. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. And another thing I'm gushing on Dolly, and I know you are too, mm-hmm. Lori, is another thing she's quietly done, although it's it's gotten more publicity in the last year, is literacy. Yes. She started a fund oh. to send free storybooks to children all over, first in Tennessee, then in the Southeast U.S., and now I think they're going all over the world, or at least international countries. International. And free books yeah. for children. Yeah. And then she kind of moved that into when COVID started, she was doing a weekly reading series from, right. from some of the books. Right. And do you know um, what got her started on the literacy program? I don't. So her dad could not read or write. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. said to her, he was so embarrassed that he couldn't read or write. And she said, Daddy, you don't have to be embarrassed about that. There's no shame in not reading, but let's do something. And so they made a commitment then and there to get books to every child possible. And where she grew up was poverty. Mm -hmm. And so that's why she started there, to make sure all those kids had books and they could learn to read. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And again, I know. start local, mm-hmm. and then it moved to, exactly. to international. Oh, my gosh. So, no wonder she has so much heart. Yeah. She yeah. just kind of lived it. Yeah. yeah. She talks about forgiveness and not holding grudges. And I don't know if you know this, but as you know, Whitney saying, I will always love you, which is mm-hmm. Dolly's song. But That's right. Elvis wanted to buy it. And oh. she said no, because she wanted it to be her legacy. Mm-hmm. That was really hard for her, but she said, I'm a good businesswoman, and when I make a decision and something pulls on my heart, then I stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that. can you imagine saying no to Elvis Presley? No. I know. Right? Or in, in this case, Colonel Tom Parker, his manager, was right. probably the one that was really exactly. doing the full court press exactly. on her. To have the confidence to know that that right. song was going to last in that way and, and stand didn't up. need Elvis. Right. And stand up for what you believe in. You know, that's the whole thing. I feel like she's done so much for women, even though the whole hooker thing, I still think that's a big deal because she's embracing her femaleness. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people tend to be maybe feminist, they might underdress mm-hmm. or not accentuate the positive. Right. And so I feel like when you get time to hear anything that woman says mm-hmm. is so powerful. And we have just had this whole conversation without even talking about the lyrics to her songs. And that's right? part of the book that she's coming out. Song Teller is what it's called, right? Yes. Where, you know, she had in 1968 a song about an unwanted teenage pregnancy. Yes. We'll just leave it there. Mm-hmm. That's what it was about. Mm-hmm. And very dark and, and kind of in a tradition of Southern music and and folk telling, which really goes back to European story song folk telling, very dark song mm-hmm. about what happens to this young teenage couple that gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, really risky. Now I want to know what it is. Right. And and it's called, well, I'll give you a hint. It's called The Bridge. I believe the title of the yeah, song is. is The Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, as you were saying all that, I was thinking, she's a girl. You're right. Exactly. And there's that. 
there's that. There's yeah. nine to five. There's all the cheery, jolly kind of fun love song yeah. stuff. Yeah. But she comes from that Tennessee tradition of the darker story song. And she tells very many dark stories. In fact, Brene Brown's mother would not let her listen <gasps> to Dolly what? Parton because she had questionable music. But she was willing. She was willing to tell the hard stories where in the South, they were like, we're not going to talk about this. But Dolly was never afraid to so even Brene sing about So Brene Brown's it. grandmother loved her and yet still had a part of her the that mother, she... The, oh, the mother. So the daughter of the grandma. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. And and so grandma said to Brene one time, you know, Burt Reynolds, he can leave his shoes under my bed anytime. So, of course, she was young and didn't know what it meant. So she went and asked her mom. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and that's when... <laughs> yeah, the whole Dolly, <laughs> Dolly right. and her songs and Burt. And yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But they all like Loretta Lynn wrote a song mm-hmm. about the pill and mm-hmm. Tammy Wynette was writing about D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Right. I mean, there was a lot of strong kind of risque for the time stuff that was coming out then mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't necessarily get the due from women now that it might have had. Right. You know, and maybe because it was kind of considered dark and, mm-hmm. you know, and some of Dolly said some of her songs they wouldn't play on the radio. Right. Right. And uh-huh. all of that coming from the town trial with the big blonde hair. And exactly. The big boobs. exactly. Like, it's such It's so brilliant. <laughs> It, you, you know, know what? It is. You couldn't write a better play. You can't. You can't. Yeah. And she saved the world. <laughs> and now she's saving the world. I mean, here I'm like gushing about her. And then Claire comes in to tell me that she's just saved the world. Yep. What would we do without our dolly? Yep. Love her. And I did hear all this stuff on Fits in the Morning, which is why I want to play uh, the song. Do you have the song? Oh, good. I'm that, so glad you have it. I'm so glad you have it. Fits is Singers. The Fits Singers. Singing <laughs> for Dolly. 98.9 The Bull. You can thank Dolly Parton for the new COVID-19 vaccine. I am not kidding. The Moderna company vaccine, said to be 95% effective, was partially funded by a $1 million donation that Dolly made back in April for research to Vanderbilt University. She was on the Today Show yesterday promoting her new book, her new Christmas record, and her new Netflix Christmas movie, Dolly's Having a Great Year. They were like, by the way, did you know that your vaccine is going to save the world? (laughs) And the uh, Fits in the Morning singers were hard at work in the studio, folks. Vaccine. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. We need one because COVID-19 sucks. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. And so I donated a million bucks. This pandemic is getting old. My beauty parlor is still closed. Of cash, cause I'm tired of wearing masks. Everybody's sick of this disease. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I spend my money for the common good. Yes, you do, darling. Yeah, we love you for it. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Go get your shot, then go to Dollywood. Fits in the morning singers. They are uh, very talented. <laughs> yes, they sure are. They did that fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> they did that in Sounded a day. Just like Dolly, too. Just that like was her. crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. God bless you, Dolly. Right. On me, you wave.
And Thank you, Dolly. Like, her, you know, being surprised. Oh, well, I'm glad it's doing some good. You're right. Oh, golly. That's, yeah. you know, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I'd like to think, you know, backstage in her non-calm that she's like, oh, my God, that's, you know, you'd want to think that. Right. Maybe she's just that calm. Well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess I want to ask you to before this week, did you know Thanksgiving is next week? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know until someone told me like just a few days ago. Uh, aren't you a mom? <laughs> like, don't you have a family that you like plan meals for and stuff? But they're not um, in school. So it's not like they even have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys ready? Or are you afraid to go shopping? <laughs> okay. First of all, uh, we did something interesting. So first of all, I had to, in a normal year, I would fly to Georgia and spend Thanksgiving with my family and then spend Christmas with Sharon's family down in Oregon. Hmm. And obviously, I knew I wasn't flying anywhere, so we decided to go to Sharon's family in Oregon. And now we're not even doing that. They are lovely people, but like me, they are still going to work in a workplace. Hmm. And unlike me, who has a very small pod of people that I work with, they all work out in the larger general public. Hmm. And it's just too difficult to... um, Well, trust, I guess, is the word Mm -hmm. that everybody they're all coming in contact with can remain safe. I'm not even sure they're getting together. So it's just going to be me and Sharon, just the two of us. And the funny thing is I cook a great Thanksgiving. That's the one meal, like side dishes, the turkey. I don't do the turkey. Sharon does the turkey. That's the one thing we are really, really good at. Like we could have 15 people in our house tomorrow with Thanksgiving and do it upright. But because it's just the two of us. I subscribe to one of those meal kit services called Blue Apron. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try the Blue Apron Thanksgiving meal that's coming. Wow. And it's like all these really great recipes I've never done before. But the turkey, it's not a whole turkey. It's just like a turkey roast Mm. that you kind of like do stuff with. So we'll still have to cook it and the house will still smell good. But I'm cheating. No grocery store. No nothing. All the ingredients come and you do what they tell you. (laughs) Well, you have leftovers. Oh, my God. It feeds six. Oh, okay. And there's only two of us. We'll be eating it for days. So same here. My family's all out of state. And Mm -hmm. now with this new COVID restrictions, we want to be respectful of our coworkers because... Everybody's important, but we, right. do, we just have to really be respectful. Mm-hmm. So I have one child in this state. He will be coming over. And I was seriously thinking of just ordering like from Safeway. Yep. A turkey dinner. Mm-hmm. Anna, yep. your turn. We are. Uh, yes, it's just got to be. Me okay, wait. Family. Let me guess. Mark's going to broil that turkey again or boil it. Deep fry boil it. it. Deep fry it. Yeah, deep fry yeah, it. All right. Which is almost like boiling. In oil. oil. <laughs> right? <With> peanut oil. <laughs> yeah. We have been deep frying almost the entire time Mark knew me, except for the first year oh. um, that we spent Thanksgiving together. I was still living in St. Louis, and he was here in Seattle. And the first Thanksgiving, neither of us were really prepared for because he had just moved here and he was living in an apartment. So we got Boston Market when it was around. (laughs) I remember Boston Market. (laughs) Yes. And we just got a bunch of sides. And, you know, I think they had some turkey that time, too. And when I actually moved here, we were like, hey, there's the deep fried turkey and let's try it out. We've been deep frying ever since. Wow. Yeah. Is that his like thing? Is that like his one thing he does or does he have other like is he a griller? Oh my that. god, he does the entire thing. Wow. But but he does cook. He makes, yeah. He makes sweet potato pie. Oh. He mm. makes all the he makes everything. But there's just what four of you? Is that right? Yeah. She's kind yeah, of spoiled. The, yeah. But even when it was just the two of us, uh-huh. uh he, he would he deep fry a whole turkey. He would deep fry an entire like 20-pound turkey just for the two of you. <laughs> 
Well, 13 pounds, but yeah, still big. <laughs> One we, thing. we also do oyster stuffing. I've never had oyster dressing. I've heard about it. I've heard about it. I haven't either. I didn't realize it was literally made with oysters. I thought it was just one of those words. He chops <laughs> it all up and and, uh, and puts it right in there. It's good stuff. I, I love Thanksgiving. You ever wonder about Sometimes I, I have weird thoughts, and one of them is like the origins of things. And I'm trying to think about the very first person who said, you know what we should do? We should take this shellfish and cut it up and mix it with bread and shove it inside the turkey and see what happens. <laughs> well, we don't put it, we don't shove it in the turkey. He just makes it separate. Okay. So I guess that would just be a stuffing then, not a, uh, or a dressing. <laughs> I don't know. What's it, dressing on the outside, stuffing on the inside? I assume that's I what it means. So this is dressing, I never even stuffing. thought that was a thing. And yeah. now look at, we've right. saved the world again. <laughs> Dolly Parton would Dolly. know the difference between stuffing and dressing. Right. <laughs> I like a delicious oyster stuffing. We don't have oysters. We have a different kind of oysters. Yeah. In Tennessee. <laughs> and we don't put those in. No, our we don't put those anywhere near our turkey. Oh. <laughs> wow. So we've all of us, we've all scaled down. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking yeah. of doing an invite to my whole family, you know, my brother and sister and all of their kids and doing like a Zoom call, like yeah. at a certain time for just an hour. Everybody just say maybe what they're grateful for, because this has been a hard year. Yeah. And I know that there are things that we can be grateful for, even if it's been mm-hmm. harder on some more so than others. Mm-hmm. There, but there might be things you're more grateful for than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. We might, we will probably do something similar. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do a Zoom or at least a FaceTime yeah. uh, with various branches of the family, uh-huh. you know, check in on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did that anyway last year. Not last year. I was home last year, but the year before. Yeah. Now we got Zoom before you had to make the phone call on Thanksgiving right. Day. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, I'm so going to date myself here. But I can remember back before we had cell phones and we had landline phones and you had to pay for long distance calls. Right. Like that if you called long distance, you you hurry up, hurry up, you know, but right. then on holidays it was free. Right. And so oh. your, your mom would still be yelling at you. Hurry up. Hurry right. up. This is costing us money. <laughs> it's a holiday, mom. It's not causing anything. You know, now, of course, that that stuff's out the window. But so talk faster. Talk right? faster. So talk I, louder. I grew up on an island, raised my kids on the island. And always there's a windstorm near Thanksgiving and almost every Thanksgiving we lose power. So pretty much everyone on the island cooks their turkey way early in the morning. Oh. <laughs> so it's way done by the oh. time the windstorm hits. That's I good. Would, yeah, I would say, gosh, every other year, if not more. Yeah. No power. Now, the other tradition in my wow. family is because I grew up in Toledo, Ohio, and my dad was born in Detroit, is we are big Detroit Lions fans. Mm. Obviously, I'm a Seahawks fan now living in Seattle. Wearing a Seahawks shirt Wearing, as currently we speak. wearing a Seahawks shirt because it's Blue, Blue <laughs> Thursday today. The Seahawks are on Thursday Night Football. But um, in my heart, I have, I'm have i a born and raised Detroit Lions fan, which is not an easy thing to be, by the way. <laughs> it takes great character to, to root for something that's been losing consistently for 50 years. But in any case, the Detroit Lions that's always... That's right, Browns fans. <laughs> that's, right, that's right, Browns fans. Uh, they've, they've won more recently. Uh, the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. It's just tradition. They always play Thanksgiving Day. And the nice thing about living on the West Coast is that this year it's the early game. I don't have to worry about the day getting interrupted by the football game. I can wake up, get everything kind of pre-ready, watch the game, and then don't have to shove anything in the oven until the game's over. Awesome. The downside <laughs> is I can't get drunk because um, even I can't drink beer at 930 in the morning. That's probably okay because I'll have wine later in the day. 
that's the other tradition is I'll probably at, like at halftime at least mm-hmm. call my sister and we'll check in on the lions and all that stuff. Awesome. And to, you know, toast my dad with coffee or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> tradition. Tradition. <laughs> and it's so interesting how everything's different. And I think this last blow was kind of like, I think people were getting their hopes up. I mean, we were even playing a commercial. Hey, you get to go out and eat now. Where are you going to go? It's like we thought in the beginning by Christmas we'd be fine. But now it's like we're sacrificing in a way our Thanksgiving and Christmas is not going to be you know, at this rate is not going to be any safer. I have found that even though a lot of this feels tragic, it feels tragic to have a holiday all by yourself. But I remember being a single mom and I just could not afford gifts for all my nieces and nephews. And because of that, we just kind of did a family thing where we didn't do gifts for nieces and nephews, except my sister always does. She always breaks the rule, but that was kind But then it saved me a lot of money. And then as the kids grew up, we just kind of kept that because, I mean, it's like you want to celebrate your family, but sometimes you can just spend so much money you don't Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. So we did like the, you know, one gift. What do you call it? The white elephant or Mm -hmm. Or just a gift exchange or something. Yeah. 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 So sometimes you change your traditions for reasons and they end up, you know, maybe being a little better or Mm -hmm. something. (laughs) Yeah, you cater to what's going on. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah. So I'm Jewish, as I've talked about before. And of course, we have Hanukkah, which is a different sort of celebration than Christmas. And it, it lasts eight nights. Eight crazy nights. Eight crazy nights. Uh, a lot of people are like, wow, you're so lucky you got all these presents every night. And it wasn't like that. You would get the first night, you'd get one big present, mm-hmm. one, like the Barbie townhouse or whatever. <laughs> and then every other night, it would be like, oh, a socks or a dreidel or a chocolate <laughs> coin or, you know, something like that. Always, always something very smaller. Um, but we did a similar thing in my family, Lori, where we many years ago, we just there's a lot of nieces and nephews and it just got it was just difficult. It was really more the people who um, were in a better position mm-hmm. that called it off because they realized that the people who weren't in such a good position were. And, that, and I, I felt good about that. Yeah. Like that they said, look, let's, it's not fair. Right. And we're not here to top each other. Right. Um, and so we won't do nieces and nephews and all that kind of stuff. And we moved to a one gift exchange kind of thing. Yeah. It's so much better because you can really put a lot more thought into that one person. And even, person. And even with that, we set a limit for how much you would spend. Yeah. And you those know? were always so fun. I mean, yeah. those brought memories that. Mm-hmm. More so than all the gifts they would have gotten. Mm-hmm. But I really had to think like I have a brother-in-law who, you know, every year he'd want a fishing shirt. And I'd be like, you know what? There's got to be more to this guy than a fishing shirt. And I'm going to find out what it is. <laughs> oh. you know. And, and over time, that's when I draw his name, I was getting something more thoughtful than he usually gets. And he appreciates that. Right. You know. Well, and for Anna, it was all about the choir. Christmas mm-hmm. was all about the choir, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Part of me is glad that I don't have to do that <laughs> this <laughs> what, year. So what wouldn't? what would you normally be doing right now? We would have had longer practices on Tuesdays, so I would have missed Bachelorette and This Is Us. And um, <laughs> they had their youth group stuff, trying to plan out their nativity play and just all sorts of things. Now it's nice to just sort of lay back and just focus on the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies, I'm running out of time, but I did want a chance wow, to that go. that went fast. I know. <laughs> it is. It's like therapy. Wow. <laughs> but right. there is something that if we go around the horn that I wanted to say something's been heavy on my heart you want me to say it well you know we're we're in such a a situation where we're looking at political parties and we're looking at so many things people that are not agreeing I have been waking up and I think for Catholics this is maybe a little more ingrained the Lord's Prayer do you guys say it Jewish not in that way okay yeah Uh, yeah yes yes and no okay Uh 
every morning I've been waking up and the first thing is I just say, thy will be done. And I think that is something we can all agree on, whether what religion, what Democratic Republic Party we are. That feels like something we can all unitedly agree on, unless maybe you're atheist because you wouldn't want to agree to that, but that thy will be done. And I just thought, you know, that feels like in a way, hands across America. This is a way we can hold hands, love each other in spite of differences. I've never seen a time in the world where we've let our differences get so much in the way. Mm -hmm. It's been so sad to me. And I love it that we talk about those hard things, racism and all of that. I just feel like thy will be done if we could all say that as often as we can, because we know whatever we speak comes into existence Mm -hmm. and it changes the way we think and the way we see things. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my big thing for the week Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Yeah, it is. It, it, it does feel that way that we've lost sight mm-hmm. <laughs> of of, Big the, time. of the bigger picture. And it does feel like this should or could be the season that that comes back to people. Yeah. I, I would like to think that dinners and gifts aside, that there are more people that reflect around this time of year than there are fewer people that reflect. And like you said, it's it's more difficult because the election is still weighing on us mm-hmm. and, and that feeling of divisiveness mm-hmm. has lessened but not disappeared. And I would like to think that going into into the holiday season that we would be more reflective on that. Right. And that people are mad or they're fearful. Mm -hmm. That just makes me sad because it's such a hard way to live being angry or being afraid. It really is. It really, really is. Mm -hmm. And you do have the ability to control that, right? Mm Uh, you can turn off I believe that. the TV. You can turn off the social media and, mm-hmm. and you're not going to miss anything. If something really important happens, someone will call you. Right. And, and I mean, Dolly, I found out she saved the world right, without exactly. saying Facebook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you can literally unplug from the noise mm-hmm. um, and not be in danger of missing anything and just calm yourself. Right. You and, know, and go to gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, with Thanksgiving, it's like an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. but just making it very intentional. Mm-hmm. When my kids were little, we were really struggling. Um, my husband and I, I knew there was something up. I didn't know what. We got along, but there was something in. So I I started a gratitude journal. Um, it didn't change the circumstances, but it changed my heart and my way of thinking. I am so grateful. I learned it from actually the Oprah show. She had somebody on there. I'm so grateful that I have done that because now I wake up in that feeling grateful because I've made it such a practice. And I think gratitude is a practice. Yeah. And, you know, in in light of you talking about divisiveness and then we've been talking about Dolly Parton, Mm -hmm. and I do want to say that, you know, for those of you who who can't, who can't not be on social media (laughs) and, you know, have to watch TV or whatever, you know, the nice thing is that we have things like music. Music is so universal. Yes. Um, The reason why I'm bringing this up is because Fits in the Morning (laughs) is something that made me cry and I'm going to have to play it for you. Because it was one of the coolest things I've ever heard on radio. We were talking about the CMAs, and and I told you that uh, there was a performance that absolutely, it gave me the goosebumps. It was my official goosebumps song of the night. And I'll tell you what, it was Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber performing live. And I would like for Drew and Claire and Ryder the Young and specifically to listen very, very carefully to this. Again, from an empty Hollywood bowl, the Biebs joined Dan and Shay for 10,000 hours. Right of the youngin, you will play the part of Shay Mooney. 
favorite song doesn't make you smile do you think of me when you close your eyes tell because in a couple of seconds we are going to recreate the moment right here with Fitz in the morning okay so this is still Ryder Ryder and Claire right here okay together right so this will be Ryder and Claire And in a couple of seconds, Drew will be playing the part of Justin Bieber. Oh, my. Are you kidding so me? So here we go. So I just want you to listen to this before we get to it. Still Ryder and Claire here. Do you miss the road Drew. You grew up on? Did you get your middle name from your grandma? When you think about you forever now, do you think of me? When you close your eyes, just tell me what Still Drew here, and then everybody's going to come together in the end. Back to the chorus, all right? Everybody together. Okay, everybody got it? Okay. Oh so it's the beginning, Ryder, and then Ryder, Claire together. Then Drew is Justin Bieber, and then uh, you guys coming together. I will, have no, I will have no part in this because I just want to okay. kick back and watch you guys recreate this amazing moment. Can so, you point me in? Yeah, same. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> how, many, how many times do you hear the song? I really have to point you in? It helps. Okay. Shane, close. are you ready? Yeah. You want him to do the whole first? You want me to come in on the chorus or on the second part of the first I'll give verse? you the cue when to Thank come you. in. All right. And, and everybody have the words in front of you for 10,000 hours? Yeah. yeah. Okay, a complete CMA recreation. I'm going to beaver the heck out of this. Yeah, you, you are. You see. All right, Shade, are you ready in there? All right, I've got it ready to go now. Okay, thank you, Shade. Does it make you dance when you're drunk with your friends at a party? What's your favorite song? Does it make you smile when you think of me? When you close your eyes, tell me what are you dreaming? Everything I want to know it all. Ryder and Claire. I'd spend 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. Oh, if that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. And I might never get there, but, but I'm gonna try. If it's 10,000 hours or the rest of my life, I'm gonna love you. Ooh. Do you miss the road that you grew up on? Did you get your middle name from your grandma? When you think about your forever now, do you think of me? When you close your eyes, tell me what are you dreaming everything, everything I want to know it all? All together, you guys go. I've spent 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. Oh, if that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. And I might never get there, but I'm gonna try. Yes. If it's 10,000 hours, oh, the rest of my life, I'm gonna love you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see Drew's Bieber hair? I am Bieber! Oh my god. oh my god! Drew is Bieber! Biebered! Drew just straight up Biebered everyone! Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember as a kid, you had your group of friends and it was always that one friend that wanted to direct everything. And right? it was happening. <laughs> Best thing ever. It really was like being in the backyard and putting on a show and yeah. that yes. one kid that's always in charge of like right? the stage manager and the director, like who's going to do what when. Lucy. Right, Lucy. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it's the Lucy show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that's that's funny that that touched you. <laughs> uh, I love it. Really it. did. I loved it so much, and and he was so into it, and you guys were just on board. And even Drew, who who is kind of the Grinch and doesn't like doing that stuff, he jumped in because and he was excited because he got to be Justin Bieber, which he, he you know, be. and he really he really got into it. I loved it. I that's loved awesome. it so. I'm grateful for just being able to have the technology, the access to Mm-hmm. entertainment not just the national but like the local stuff like you both everything that you do I so you're it, still it, you're still finding a way to find joy in social media you're, yeah. you're able to filter out the negativity yeah yeah good for you thank you guys I love it <laughs> Anna I just have one more thing to ask you did you get your middle name from your grandma <laughs> no, I'm just being Justin Bieber. Did you just get your middle name from your grandma? Oh, <laughs> I can't even believe I didn't get that. I'm so disappointed. I know it's so not like you. It's so not That's like so you. Weird. Get your middle name yeah. from your grandma. When it comes to songs or movies. Right. Yeah. I love that song so much. So with that, mm-hmm. time for Kixie Traffic. Oh, oh all right. Okay. Well, Life Coach Lori, Claire, thank you for keeping it real. <laughs> and thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get it everywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, Podcast One, Chipotle. <laughs> Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? Five, please. Claire, what should they do with this podcast? They should commend it to their friends, their relatives, and the guy that's doing that leaf blowing down the street. (laughs) You tell him to turn us on, too. It's so loud. It's so loud. (laughs) And happy Thanksgiving, Yes. Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. We're thankful for you. That was musical. This is Listen and Learn. (laughs) Or Or not. not. Bye. Bye. Bye.